Welcome to the Kinetic Seas Business AI Podcast, where we discuss using artificial intelligence in your business. My name is Ed Honor, and I am your host. In today's episode, we are covering part two in my 2024 predictions, which I am calling the good, the bad, and the ugly. Today, we're going to talk about the bad. Now, when I'm talking about the bad, the bad is really has to do with your opportunity in 2024 to make a lot of mistakes with AI or to get caught up going through some bad directions or just doing some stuff that probably isn't going to be great for artificial intelligence. So this is kind of be, going to be two parts. It's going to be things that the industry might do to you and things that you might actually end up doing to yourself. So, number one, the AI gold rush has begun. Ever since ChatGPT came out in 2022, at the end of 2022, people have been rushing to get into the artificial intelligence business. You got a lot of these new vendors that are popping up out of nowhere. Now, where were these people before they um, joined the artificial intelligence community? Because I don't know any of them. And they're popping up with all these new products, and you're going to get a lot of really bad advice. So number one, the bad is you're going to get a lot of bad advice. Now, I look at the bad advice that you're going to get as three parts. Some of the bad advice you get is well-meaning advice. These are researchers who really know their research. They really are working on stuff that they think is going to be great. But people don't know what they don't know. So you, you might get uh, advice from a researcher that tells you, hey, you're gonna, you really need to go in this direction because this is the direction we think things are going. But they don't necessarily know the research that other teams are doing and other directions that you might go. And I can think of one right off the top of my head of some bad advice that I actually am going to cover this, I think, in the business model section because it has to do a lot with um, what models you should use and when you should use models. So you're going to get some well-meaning advice, and you know these people are, are, are out to help you. I mean, I there's a really good chance you over the course of this year you're going to get some bad advice from me. I hope not, but there's really a good chance that people with who are who are trying to do the right thing, they're trying to guide you in the right direction, there's a really good chance that they're just going to give you some bad advice. So you've got to know um, what advice to take, what advice not to take. And you've got to do this in an industry that is so crazy new. There's just not a lot of people who know what is good advice and what is bad advice. I spent a lot of the end of 2023 just fighting bad ideas you know, the more you get into the commercial aspects of artificial intelligence, the more you are constantly telling people why an idea is not a good idea or why maybe it is a good idea, but it's not a good idea yet, or it's a, it might be a good idea, but there's research going on that's going to make it not necessary. So you're going to get some well-meaning advice. And the well-meaning advice is almost always mixed in with a second type of advice, which is the self-serving advice. Hey, I, if I'm trying to get funding for a research project, I'm going to tell you that my research project is the, is the project. I'm working on some stuff right now that is you know, research-funded. And, you know, it's self-serving advice. You know, it may not be the best advice. I'm, I'm not necessarily telling you something that's negative or somebody else is telling something that's necessary. But that goes along with your well-meaning advice. 
you're going to get a lot of self-serving advice. And you're going to get a lot of this from the vendors that are just popping up in the industry and how you vet the, the, the new vendors and the new companies that are, you know, there's new companies that are just popping up out of nowhere. And some of them are actually really good, have some really good ideas. And, but the advice you're going to get from them is definitely going to be self-serving. They're going to tell you, they're going to give you advice that helps sell their product or helps move you in a direction that they want to go in. So again, we had our well-meaning advice, our self-serving advice, and then we have our advice that is just a scam. And this is the one that is the most disturbing. And this is a lot of what I'm going to cover in the ugly. So I'm just going to I'm just going to briefly talk about it here. You know, there's so many companies out there that just popped up out of nowhere that just added the word AI to the end of their name and said, hey, we're an AI company and we do artificial intelligence. Well, I got news for you. They're not an AI company. Anybody who tells you they've been doing AI for the last 10 years is a scam because I have been working in data science and machine learning and AI for the last 10 years. But the AI part of it has really only been the last two years. If I go back to when I started with uh, the data science work I'm doing, it started in 2013. So for me to say, that I can't say I was doing AI in 2013. Back in 2013, even recently, I, I, a lot of the things I've done, even the stuff I did in 2018, I don't like calling them artificial intelligence because if you're working in machine learning and you're working in data science, you have a lot of respect for the people who are working in AI. To me, a person is not working in AI unless there is a neural net as part of their project. And that is the thing that I always use as my, are you, you doing AI or are you doing um, something else? Are you doing data science? You know, a professor I'm working with made a comment. He said, my students start out with everything being artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence. And then the next thing you know, it's actually machine learning. And then next thing you know, after that, it's actually logistic regression. So a lot of people are popping up with just these scam products and everything. You know, um, there was a while that if you wanted your company to be valuable, all you had to do was add the word blockchain to the end. You know, if you wanted your company to be valuable, at one point it was you had to be a web company. Well, now everybody wants to be an AI company. And this is really the thing that goes to the bad advice you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of bad advice. You're going to get bad investment advice. You're going to get bad... Um, you're going to get bad product purchasing advice. And I personally, I just want to, as a disclaimer for my lawyers, if they happen to be listening, I do not make recommendations uh, related to what products you should purchase, what stocks you should invest in. I will never give, I'm a CEO of a publicly traded company, I will never give you advice as to um, what stocks you should buy. I will never recommend that you even buy our stock. I'm not even going to tell you our uh, ticker symbol. So um, there's just a lot of scams out there. And because the AI gold rush has begun, and you're going to get a lot of advice, and you're just going to spend a lot of time um, looking at the advice. Do not take anybody's advice on face value, even mine, because you... Part of getting into the artificial intelligence business is going to be learning about artificial intelligence. You need 
if you're going to fight the bad in AI, you need to learn a lot. And you need to learn it at a lot of different levels. So the AI gold rush and the bad advice is my bad prediction number one. My bad prediction number two has to do with the business models in AI. And I am expecting the business models in AI in 2024 to take some wild turns. And these are not the wild turns you probably want them to take. So the first thing I'm going to say is, is SaaS, software as a service, or PaaS, platform as a service, is that really the right idea for artificial intelligence? You know, there's a lot of companies that are betting on it. I can think of two right off the top of my head that I'm not going to mention. One is the big guys. Um, is that really the right idea? Can you really make money um, on, with a SaaS model, knowing what it costs to run your model? And this kind of leads to the second thing in the wild terms, or wild turns, is the cost of inference is really going to matter. And that is the cost of running your model. Now, here's an example. I did some fine-tuning on a Llama 7 billion parameter model. And I did that same fine-tuning on a Llama 70 billion parameter model. Now, when you run the model, the amount of GPU memory you need is pretty much directly related to the number of parameters in the model. So if you need, if you're doing something on a 7 billion parameter model, you need about 28 gigabytes of GPU RAM. If you are doing it on a 70 billion parameter model, you need about 250 to 280 gigabytes of GPU RAM in order to run it. Now you can buy a single GPU that has more than 28 gig. You could get, I think you can get an NVIDIA A, uh, A40. It has 48 gig of RAM. So you can run a 7 billion parameter model on a single GPU. Well, if you're gonna run a 70 billion parameter model, you're going to need at least three, something like A100s or H100s to run it. Those are really expensive. You're talking about $50,000 to $75,000 worth of equipment just to run your model. And is the benefit that you're going to get from the 70 billion parameter model better than what you're gonna get from the 7 billion parameter model? This is going to make some really big effect on the business models for artificial intelligence. Now, a recommendation, now going back to you might get a lot of bad advice, a recommendation that I'm going to make is that you really need to look at can you host your own models? So if I have built an AI model for my business that let's say um, I'm a human resources company, I've trained my AI model to know everything about human resources and to know everything about the companies I support or, the, or my company even, um, our human resources and all the insurance and all that stuff. Well, is the 70 billion parameter model going to be better than the 7 billion parameter? And if I've got the 7 billion parameter model, would I really want to put that up on the cloud and pay per use when I can spend maybe twenty dollars or $30,000 and bring the hardware in-house? Or do something like a co-location, which is kind of one of the things we, well, actually is one of the things we offer, where we'll, we'll host your hardware for you, and we've got the expertise to run your model, and you know what we'll do is we'll put it up, it'll be your equipment, you run it, you have a one-time fee plus, you know, the hosting fees, but the host, we're not going to charge you per, you know, per use or something, it's, it's your equipment. So 
you know, is SAS the right idea and the cost of inference are going to matter are the first two things. And then this next thing really comes down to will cloud hosting work? Now, I've been in the computer industry for a really long time, okay? Unfortunately, because of my age, it's way too long. And, you know, initially, everybody had their own hardware on, on site. And then you always had your own hardware on site, and that changed over time. And then when everybody started to go to the cloud. Well, it's starting to change. I am actually one of the people who really, I am so not a fan of cloud hosting at this point. If, you, if your business can put, put your equipment on premises, put your equipment on premises. Now, I know that is a very unpopular, uh, you know, that's an unpopular piece of advice right now. I hope it's not one of the you're getting bad advice things, but I'm pretty sure it really comes down to you've got to control your costs. And the business model is about controlling your costs. And everybody who said, everybody I know who said cloud hosting was going to be better um, from a cost standpoint than on-premise hosting, they've all been wrong. And uh, all of a sudden, you don't have the ability in-house to manage things that you used to be able to manage because you let those people go work someplace else, and now you're cloud hosting, and you realize that the cost of cloud hosting is ridiculously high. So you get the business model in 2024 for AI is going to take some wild turns. You know, you've got to dis- you know, the cost of inference is really going to matter. You know, SaaS and PaaS, those are great. Those seem to be great ideas, but are they going to be cost effective? Is your cloud hosting really going to work with AI? And, you know, should you self-host? So that's my bad, uh, that's my prediction bad number two, is just this business model is going to take some turns. They may or may not be good turns. They may, may or may not be turns for the best. And I think um, I lived through the dark ages of computing, which were there, actually there, I, I can kind of think there were two dark ages. There was what the, in the late 90s, we had this thing called client server. It's pretty much the worst idea on earth. Um, and we spent years trying to build these client server applications, and they were just downright terrible. And then the internet appeared, and we had the second d- dark ages where nobody could agree what uh, JavaScript should look like. And any application that was built during this one period of time, you ended up kind of kill. You know, the, the application just kind of ended up dying because you spent all this time uh, technology that was change. I guess the, the advice I'm trying to give you when it comes to the business model taking wild turns, we might be entering something where we know that we have this is dark age you had JavaScript and a lot of the code wrote and my argument here, the prediction of AI, is you just really need to be cognizant of the fact that we may be entering this kind of couple of your dark ages where a lot of the work that you're still done facing it. Number three, 2024, is hardware is going to be an issue. NVIDIA is currently dominating the market. And if you are going to do uh, you are going to 
NVIDIA, it might be an NVIDIA A10, A30, A40, A100, H100. You, you're not necessarily going to know which one it is because what model you're running, the size of your model, the parameters, that kind of stuff has a lot to do with which hardware you need to use. So you're going to go into 2024 knowing that you're going to need hardware for artificial intelligence, but you're not really sure what hardware it is you're going to need. So you're not going to know what hardware is right. <clears throat> and because you've got the big guys, you've got the, you got the Microsofts, the Googles, the Teslas, Salesforce going out and buying hardware used by the tens of thousands. You have to to get your hardware. So you're not even sure what hardware it is that you need. You know you need it, but you don't know what hardware it is you need. It's expensive, so you don't want to go want everything. And when it's time to buy the hardware, you're competing with the big guy. So you know, for small businesses or even mid-sized businesses, you know. 8100s, even though it's going to probably cost you $200,000. That's not the biggest deal in the world to get those. But if you're going to do something, you're going to train your own large language models and you're going to try to do train your own, like, you know, 70 billion parameter model, you're going to need a lot of hardware. And so hardware is going to be an issue. So currently, NVIDIA is dominating it because of the CUDA drivers. Now, I am actually working on something that I cannot talk about that uses IBM GPUs. You might be able to figure it out just by the IBM's press releases on it. But um, that's using IBM GPUs. And I actually think that that's a good thing. I think when the open source libraries that everybody is used to using, you know, the, the TensorFlows or the PyTorches of the world, you know, the libraries that are doing matrix, you know, that are, are doing gradient, averaging gradient, dot matrix dot products and that kind of stuff. When those drivers are able to support more than NVIDIA, that's going to be a good thing for people. So I think hardware, right now, hardware is going to be an issue in 2024. That's really one of the bad things about 2024. But if you're, if you know, if you if you do it right, you can work around it. That's kind of part of our business. Is that's why we are a that's why we're in the hardware business. And you know what we do is because you know we know that you're not going to be able to de to determine what hardware you're going to need right off the bat. You know when you're when you're looking at your project, there's several parts to your project, and hardware selection and architecture is going to be one of the bad parts of 2024. Now, the, the last bad part I want to cover is regulations. And I'm, my view of regulations, I'm, I'm kind of mixed on regulations. Now, I think there really needs to be a lot of regulations on the users of artificial intelligence, stealing other people's voices. You know, I, I could have made this video or this podcast sound like James Earl Jones with an AI model, but is that fair to James Earl Jones? No, it's not. Um, I could do. I could. I could make myself look like a Chippendale model. Uh, they may not care, but uh, if you took a Chippendale model and you put my body on them, that Chippendale model would probably care. 
So the regulation on the use of AI, I can definitely see it. Now, where I have a problem with regulation is if the government starts trying to get into regulation of creating AI models. Now, I understand AI models should not be spreading disinformation, and they should be, you know, fairly, they shouldn't be teaching you how to build a nuclear warhead or stuff like that. The problem you have with regulation, and I think this is one of the bad parts uh, that we're going to run into, is there's going to be this rush to regulation in AI by people who don't understand AI. It's very hard to understand AI. And so I, the idea that we're going to take a bunch of politicians and uh, government officials and teach them everything that they need to know about AI so they can regulate it, I, I think that that's going to be one of the hardest parts and one of the bad parts of 2024. So, you know, regulations are probably going to be necessary. Regulations are coming. But the idea that Please teach me about your business so I can tell you how you're doing your business wrong. I see that as being one of the bad parts of AI in 2024. So we've got the good, we've got the bad, we've got the ugly, and this is the bad. So we've got, you know, we're going to get a lot of bad advice. The business model is going to take some crazy turns in 2024. Hardware is definitely going to be an issue. Actually, while I was recording this podcast, I got interrupted with some that I had to stop for a couple of minutes and talk to somebody about hardware because hardware is going to be an issue. And then number four of the bad is going to be the regulations. So now in the next episode, we're going to talk about the ugly. The ugly is really going to be, the ugly really is ugly. This is this is going to be the companies that are coming in and they're, they're basically pretending to be AI companies when they're not AI companies. It's the uh, everybody's an AI company and nobody actually does AI. And then you know, it's just going to be people trying to take your money with AI and all the bad things and all actually more of the ugly things that AI can do to you instead of for you. All righty. See you on the next. See you in the next show.